0: Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of the CSW Podcast. My name is Cyrus Rosen. I'm your host. And today's guest is our very own Mr. Stella from the History Department. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Would you mind giving us maybe a little bit of what you do at school, a little bit about yourself? Thank you. First of all, thanks for having me, Cyrus. I'm excited to talk about not so much myself, but the social studies department. But as far as myself, some of you know that I've been here for uh, 21 years. And um, I love talking about the Social Studies Department, so uh, I'm re- really thankful for this opportunity just to give you a little bit of background in regard to our courses. But as far as myself, some of you know that I teach mainly world history. I've taught most of the required courses in the Social Studies Department, and I also moderate the Model United Nations Club. Um, So in regard, I'll just get started with the courses, if you will. Um, Okay, and so most people know that we have a three-year requirement in the social studies department. Our required courses start with our ninth grade integrated social science course, which includes the integration of geography, government, economics, and so what that course does is tries to really build a good foundation uh, with our students and really prepare them for you know, the upper level courses as well. Um, Our second year required course is the world history course that sophomores take. Uh, That's a course that I've taught, Mr. Cole has taught. Um, And so what we try to do in the world history course is to build off of some of the skills the kids learned in that freshman integrated course and take a look at different regions of the world. So it's not just a European history course. It's a course that investigates topics, yes, within Europe, but also, as you know, taking the course, right, Cyrus? For sure. We do some African history, uh, certainly Asian history early American history, uh, as well as European history. And not just Asian history,
0: but also bringing it, it down into uh, certain regions like Southeast Asia. And um, th- those that was one of my favorite units.
1: Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, from South Asia to East Asia to Southeast Asia. So we really try to make it kind of comprehensive in that regard. So it's not just a European history course. And as far as the third required course, that's our junior U.S. history course, where the general U.S. history course starts with the U.S. Civil War and tries to bring it to present-day America. In addition to those required courses, as you know, we have a number of electives, full year, half year, as well as specific AP uh, courses. So to start with some of our electives, you know, to talk about the few half-year courses we have... In the military history realm, Mr. Cole has loved teaching these two classes. We have an ancient warfare and 20th century warfare course. I'm not sure if you've taken one of those courses.
0: I'm planning on taking ancient warfare next year, but even just – I had um – you in Mr. Cole's classroom. So even just stepping into there, you can see all the little artifacts and spears and swords
1: and shields hanging up all over his room. So That's right. Mr. Cole does a great job bringing those into play and having kids actually create some of those you know, ancient and modern weapons. So in the ancient course, as the name suggests, uh, there's really a focus on uh, Greece, Macedonia, Rome, in regard to their weapons technology strategies and so forth. And for the 20th century course, really an emphasis on like the mechanization of war and strategy, soldiers, and so on and so forth. So those courses for anyone interested in military history would be a great option. In addition, we offer uh, a few full-year courses. And to start talking about those, I'd like to to mention the business-related courses. We have three specific business-related courses that that are part of a Pathway series. Now, you don't need to take all three, but if you want, you do receive this Pathway certificate. The first of those courses is called Business, Finance, and Marketing, and uh, those subtopics are covered in that course, and it is a full-year course currently taught by Mr. Kierzanowski. The second Pathway course, but again, you could take this in and of itself, is called Business and Corporate Management, And the third is this new course, which the exciting thing about this new course is that it's a dual enrollment course with the University of Delaware. And it's basically an entrepreneurial course through their Horn Entrepreneurial Institute. And so you would register through the University of Delaware. It would be taught here at school, but in conjunction with some University of Delaware personnel as well. And there's a bit of a cost associated with that course as That's well. That's right. right. There's a registration cost of $500 because you're earning that college credit. Mm-hmm. How many college credits are associated if you pass the class? Uh, three. I believe three, three yeah, undergr-
0: undergrad credits are, are associated those, with that. Are those specifically for the Horn program at
1: U- University of Delaware, or those can those be transferable to any other business program? I think they can be transferable to any other business program. I think uh, there is a specific course That's uh, the entrepreneurial course. It's entrepreneurial. uh, 167 is the course, but I believe it can also be used with other programs too. And in addition to that, we have a full-year international relations class that's taught by Mrs. Messinger. This is a great class for kids that are interested in international policy, um, the United Nations. She really runs that class, you know, as an open forum style where kids really get into, you know, issues such as terrorism, um, other global issues, present-day leaders, the role the United States has in our international community. So that's a great course for anyone interested in that. This is definitely a fascinating time to be in that course as
0: well, you know, with world health issues very, you know, prominent in the media. So definitely getting more of an in-depth look at the role that, as you said, the United States plays and all that, and kind of how
1: the world responds to crisis such as the coronavirus. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another one of our full-year courses is, is our general psychology class, which really takes a look at human behavior and you know some of the foundational topics within psychology. Because as you know, we also offer an advanced placement psychology class. And so just to talk a little bit about our advanced placement courses, we'll start with psychology. In addition to those you know, foundational items like human behavior and so forth, they really get into some psychological theory, um, bringing up specific psychologists, and um, really running that like a college-level course, like all of our advanced placement classes. Now that course, as well as the other advanced placement courses, certainly... The requirement to take those courses has to be basically a teacher approval. Your current teacher approves those courses, and, um, you know, there's a few other criteria, but it generally comes down to the teacher approval. The other three advanced placement classes we offer are advanced placement economics, advanced placement government and politics, and then the advanced placement U.S. history class. And the one thing I'd say about that. The AP U.S. history class is the only class that could also be taken to fulfill that third year U.S. history requirement. And so I think that looking at these electives and AP classes, there's a nice variety for kids who, you know, have an interest in different areas. Yeah, 100%. And does the AP
0: economics, does that fall into that business career pathway as well?
1: So you could also, if you're following that pathway, you could substitute that third pathway course with the AP economics course. Or that entrepreneurial course. So it does as well. And do you know if the AP Economics
0: course focuses specifically on macroeconomics, microeconomics, it really does a deep dive into both?
1: Yeah, it does a deep dive into both. And then the exam at the end of the year, actually, you would have to take two exams, a specific micro AP exam and macro AP exam. So it does do both. You got to be ready for the challenge, I suppose. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for coming on the
0: podcast and talking about the humanities department, what you guys really have to offer. There's a lot of exciting stuff. And as you said, there's a big variety covering business, covering warfare, um, covering international relations. Also with us here today from the um, World Language from the World Language Department, is our very own Mr. Messinger. Hey Thank there. you for, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks. for taking the time. Thanks and, for having me. Um, Mr. Mess is here to talk about a very exciting course that I'm interested in taking, and that is?
2: AP Art History, and Plain Art History. Uh, I taught art history here at Charter in the early 2000s, and I taught both um, AP and, we'll just call it regular, um, but had to drop it because the Latin program grew and I had too many Latin sections to maintain a section of art history, or AP art history. So, um, and I'm excited to have it again, and it looks like we'll run it again next year. And it's um, what it sounds like. It's a study of, uh, of the history of art. It's a global approach. We um, start at the beginning of, uh, essentially the beginning of time, and go uh, up to the present. Wow, that's a lot of material to cover. It is, but the uh, difference between this class that, uh, or the way it's structured now and the way it was before is um, in the AP curriculum, there's a set of 250 images from all around the world, all periods of time. So those are the only ones that you could expect to see on the exam. Now, it sounds like a lot, but um, AP teachers have talked about this and we figured that we would really study probably close to a thousand different images throughout the year. We certainly focus on those 250, but we see a lot of other um, related images. For instance, there's only one Rembrandt, um, one Leonardo da Vinci in the set, but we certainly look at other um, works from that artist. And same thing with different cultures. Uh, we might only see one or two Incan that are uh, on the set of 250, but we look at several different images to you know, that support it and are related.
0: So this might be an example of an AP class where there actually is some freedom to go above and beyond what the actual curriculum is. Absolutely. You're able to do yeah. a lot more exploration.
2: Correct. Right. And the way I envision this working, it depends on sign-ups, but the way I envision it working is um, everyone meets in one section, but the requirements for AP students are going to be um, more than for students who don't want the AP credit, because there certainly are people out there who... Um, want to take AP, but don't want the pressure or want to take art history, but don't want the pressure of AP, which I understand. So I'll tailor it. It'll be the same curriculum, different requirements, different grading.
0: Sounds good. Thank you both so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Thank you, Cyrus. Thanks very much, Cyrus. This wraps up the sixth episode of the CSW podcast. This is the third installment of our course selection um, little mini series that we have going on. Uh, stay tuned next week. We're doing computer science course electives, And that r- wraps things up for this week. From Edison's Closet, signing out.